0: to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike and I'm Dale and welcome to our review and rank series for 2023 and today's episode is all about the Baltic nation of Latvia.
1: Yes Latvia it was one of the countries on our destination list for post Rotterdam 2020 but of course we couldn't go. We all know why. (laughs) Yeah we all know why we probably put it on our itinerary because Based on their kind of record, we didn't think they were probably going to win anytime soon. Yeah. So what's, what, what have they been like at Eurovision?
0: Yes, well, let's have a quick chat about Latvia at Eurovision. Now, we often talk about powerhouse nations in Eurovision, Dale, and I'm not sure what the opposite is of that, but whatever it is, it applies to Latvia. To be fair to the small nation, it has won the Eurovision Song Contest in the past with a victory in 2003 in neighbouring Estonia. However, their recent history has not been so glorious. In the last 13 contests, Latvia has qualified for the grand final twice. Mm. Now, they were in consecutive years in 2015 and 2016. Now, this year, they are coming off another non-qualification for Ziti Zeni, finishing 14th in semi-final one in Torino. If they fail to qualify for the grand final in Liverpool, they will equal their record of six non-qualifiers in a row
1: yeah so basically it's what six and then two good and then we've had five yes and so what do they have to try
0: and stop that run well we have sudden lights and Aya. you see i think i don't believe in
2: this stuff and
1: Alright, let's talk about Sunlights then. Uh, They're a four-piece indie rock band formed back in 2012. They actually came together at music school where they sort of came together, created a band. That kind of happens a lot, doesn't it really? And um, they won this big sort of national prize in 2015 and that kind of kicked off them, you know, really taking this whole music thing seriously. And in 2018, just a few years later, they actually competed in Supernova, the Latvian national selection show for Eurovision finishing runner-up there. Five years down the track, they go on Supernova again and they take out the title, book their place to Liverpool with this song.
0: How old are these guys? I'm not sure if you know, but if they met 10 years ago, they seem pretty young. Well, yeah, they probably met when they were kind of late teenage years. Hmm, fair enough. Maybe they're just sort of baby-faced, late 20s kind of guys. <laughs> yes. All right, let's talk about some pros on this one, shall we, Dale? I think this is a very authentic representation of the band, this song. Like, the whole package. It feels real and it feels also cohesive. Like, I get the feeling they're a kind of cool band.
1: Yeah, I think there's like a understated epicness to this song. And that comes from the way they've put the whole thing together. I think the chorus is really quite excellent. And I just love the way it kind of pivots a lot. You've got the kind of, um, the Aya or, um, that is how you pronounce it? Aya? Yes. Yep. It it's basically means to sway. It's like a lullaby. Mm-hmm. And you have those moments in this kind of epic song. And then you have this really big, big kind of powerful almost rock
0: ballad parts of it it's very interesting and it's this whole dynamic yeah you definitely get that lullaby vibe don't you um and i think that almost gives it a very kind of soothing relaxed Mm, kind of feel mm. when you do listen to it so i think that also gives it perhaps a point of difference from the other bands we'll see in Liverpool etc they've got something completely different to offer
1: yeah that's true and also they can definitely perform this live their national final performance was fantastic his vocal particularly is very good and what we've seen in the pre-parties they nail it as well they do a really good job of it that's a really important aspect of this song because it's really there's a lot of obviously music going on the background and the whole production but it's all centred around the way that he can go in between that lullaby sound and that really big kind of rock vocal.
0: I like the performance choices they made in Supernova. They staged their song completely different to everybody else. Everybody was using LEDs, etc. They went with some lighting and gave it a real sort of atmospheric kind of feel to it. So I think that shows they put some thought into what they were doing and I think that uh, augurs well for uh, Liverpool. Yeah, kind of
1: almost had like... um they're kind of getting it down to a smaller kind of stage, almost intimate, almost music video-ish effect, which I think is good to make it more intimate for a song like this. The other thing with this song, I think, is let's say let's say they get through the semi-final. I do think there is some jury appeal here because I think the song and the whole thing and them is very Muso's Muso, Right? I think a lot of people would like this if it gets in front of a jury.
0: Yeah, I agree. It is Muso Muso kind of stuff, isn't it? Now my final point here is the production is very interesting. Now I can't say I love all aspects of it, but they haven't completely overdone it or overwhelmed the song. It has a rock feel, but I think it's done in a very thoughtful way. A lot of really good positive points there,
1: but let's talk about some of the drawbacks of the entry. Alright, immediate appeal. Not sure it's really there. I feel like this is a slow burner of a song. I think you even see it with the fans who some of the the people who love this song the most. A lot of them are saying, I didn't love this at the start and my God, I love it now, it's
0: so great, I can't stop playing it. That doesn't work for Eurovision. Mm. I have to say, in the national final, when we first listened to all the songs, I rated this one last. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I'm gonna say here, I get an overwhelming sense of melancholy with this song. And to be honest, it just makes me not wanna listen to it. Now, I do realize not every song needs to be sunshine and lollipops, but I personally don't gravitate to songs that make me feel a little bit depressed.
1: And they're kind of relying for that kind of overall feel and impression of it because there's no real moments of the song. It, yes, you have the kind of slight big build and then it goes down to that lovely lullaby, but they're not moments. It's you, You're basically just relying on the whole song and the whole vibe of the whole thing, as we say, and the impression of the whole thing. And I'm not sure if that's enough there because it just doesn't have those kind of things to hook onto.
0: Yeah, and also with that whole vibe, when we're watching the crowd in Liverpool, you know, react to this, what are they going to do? They're just going to basically sway you from side to side. (laughs) This is not a song you rock out to. So I've got a feeling it just might all come across as quite flat.
1: Yeah, I I know what you're saying there as well. And what do you do with the staging with this as well? Like, do you repeat what you did in the national final, which again will be very focused on them. It won't involve the crowd again, which will bring it down to a muted level you and trying to make it more like a rock performance when the crowd's probably not going to be that massively into it. I don't know. Like, it'll be tricky to to stage, I think.
0: That national final performance, as much as I praised it for being a little bit different, it did come across as though I was watching some sort of very earnest uni band. And also, there wasn't much connection. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was being performed at. I wasn't kind of part of it. He does look at the camera and try and engage you, the front man. But ultimately, I just felt a little left out. And my final point I want to raise here, is this just too downbeat for a Eurovision song? Is it just in the wrong kind of place? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean,
1: you've almost said the same point twice. <laughs> Melancholy, <laughs> downbeat. But you're right. You're, you're right. Because I just feel like this is a great song that might just be in the wrong place, in the wrong competition. I like, Or it shouldn't even be a competition at all. <music>
0: Well as always the review and ranks aren't just about our opinions, Dale. We also get the rankings and opinions of the team and what did they think of Latvia? Well yes, the Aussie
1: Vision team have placed Latvia in 25th. Okay. That doesn't
0: kind of shock me, I have to say.
1: We so saw look it's not too low, it's not too high. We had two top 10s and we had five in the 30s. So everywhere else was kind of just in that mid-range zone, hence the coming 25th?
0: Two top 10s. I mean, I think it's the kind of song that if you like it, it, you will really connect with it. Mm. But it's not going to be a mass audience kind of thing. All right. So who are we hearing from this week? We're hearing from Flo and Josh.
2: We have many bands going to Eurovision this year. And on face value, Latvia appear to have one of the more low-key entries. This, however, is an illusion because what we have is a well-constructed production. The song is called "Aya," which is Latvian for lullaby. This song deals with anxiety and it is conveyed so well. From the disjointed intro to the erratic and chaotic verse to the soothing and calm chorus, the structure then repeats. This illustrates so cleverly what someone with anxiety goes through, the ups and the downs the jittery and the calm this song is so underrated it hasn't been blessed in the running order at all but i'm hoping sudden lights can cause an upset and get into the final
1: one of my absolute favorites this year and a huge underdog is latvia in the last couple of years since i've been following the contest they've just been so unsuccessful and i really really hope this year they can break their curse Every time I listen to this song, I just want to press replay and I just keep hearing like something new every single time I listen to it. Live from performances I've seen already has been really good. I hope they can pull it off and beat those odds and finally
0: qualify yet again. Well, some great comments there from our contributors. I have to say with Fleur, she's seeing that whole message throughout the song and interpreting Mm. that with anxiety, and Josh really gets into it and is finding something new with the song every time. I have to say, there is some interesting production there. So good comments from both.
1: Yeah, and it's not something the song Josh, particularly, I think I would associate him going for, actually. So it shows that maybe this is stepping into into areas that wouldn't you know normally be popular with people. And I totally hear what Flo is saying. There's so much to it. I just worry that that's about the multiple listener. That's all I'll say on that.
0: Mm, all right, let's get into our and ranks on this one, Dale. I can't say I particularly dislike this song, but it's just a genre and style that just doesn't really appeal to me. I find the tempo and the vibe of the song just far too melancholy. I personally don't think this song is suited for a competition like Eurovision, especially in a year when you need to appeal to televoters voters in that semi-final. It will have its fans, but I doubt it'll be anywhere near enough of them to get it out of this semi-final. Unfortunately for the Latvians, I've ranked this one in 28 out of the 36.
1: Oh, you're towards the bottom of the uh, the votes from the team. Not, I mean, there's five people in the 30s, so you know. Oh, interesting. All right, well I'm a little bit more positive on it. I love this from first listen. You know, I rank this like right at the top for Latvia while you put it right down at the bottom. But it is a grower for sure, I see that. It's this really lovely, atmospheric kind of like Almost like a power ballad in a rock form in parts when it gets really big. And I love that. And as I said earlier, I just love the way it goes down to that lullaby. That power rocky type part of it with a kind of epic production around it really reminds me a lot of the 2000s rock that I really liked. It's quality. It's a great song. And it's, I think, it's a world-class song. And I just think it's not in the right place. I just think Eurovision is not going to be the right place for it because first listen I'm very worried about people's kind of appeal on that but the more people hear the song the more they love it and so hopefully people get to discover it as the contest goes on and after the fact they're not going to get out of the semis I can't see it without with the telly vote it's a shame it won't get in front of the juries I do think it could have had a chance if it was the semis with the juries but anyway that's not the case I really like it and I've ranked it just outside my 10 In (laughs) 11th, the way you're looking at me, you know,
0: (laughs) in 11th place, 11th, yes, (laughs) (laughs) 11th, wow, this dirge you put in a dirge. It's not dirge. It's amazing. It's dirge. It's Dale. really good. It's not. It is. It's not. We agree. It shouldn't be in the competition. No, we I agree on that bit. Yeah, I agree on that but bit. But yeah. For you to say it's a quality piece of music, I'm
1: sorry, it's not. I'll, actually, I'll take it back. that I don't think it should not be in the competition. But if I was Latvia and I want to qualify, it's not the song I would necessarily send in a teleboat year. Hmm. That's all. But it's a bloody great song. Okay. Oh, well, that's
0: good. I'm glad that you enjoy it. I mean, everyone's got different
1: taste style. That's good. Exactly. So, I mean, I wasn't in the 10, so probably the third highest ranking from the team. So, you know, I'm not completely out there. Hmm, gosh. All
0: right. Well, that was a laugh here. A
1: little difference of opinion on that one. Yes. <laughs> oh, well. Well, thanks very much for joining us. And um, we'll catch you next
0: time. Thanks.